Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of Believe in Hockey Prospects. My name is Luke Legrana. And I'm Jess Rubenstein. Thank you for joining us this week. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. The NHL is finally in full swing, and now is your chance to win some money while you watch. Bet Online has lines, spreads, and props on every game this season, so you never have to worry about missing out on the action. But whether you're looking to place a bet on the NHL, the NFL playoffs, or any other sport, Bet Online has you covered. So head on over to betonline.ag and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. This is Believe in Hockey Prospects, the show all about discussing the future stars in the game of hockey. We believe in the future. Do you believe? This week, we will recap the COVID situation and opening weekend in the NHL. But first, Jess, I think it's time we talk some college hockey. It's been a while, so before we get to the scoreboard from this weekend, let's catch up the lovely people at home on what they might have missed. So, ladies and gentlemen, strap in. Here we go. The top 10 on the Usho poll looks a little different from when we last left it. Let's go over the top 10. And number 10 belongs to the Omaha Mavericks. Number 9 goes to the Michigan Wolverines. Number 8 is the Bowling Green Falcons. Number 7 belongs to the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs. At number 6, we have Jess's favorite, the UMass Minutemen. Coming in at number 5 is the Minnesota State Mavericks. At number 4, with one first place vote, are the St. Cloud Huskies. Number 3 goes to the BC Eagles. The number 2 team with 8 first place votes are the North Dakota Fighting Hawks. And at number 1, with 31 first place votes, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. We're also about halfway through the season now that it's the middle of January, so let's take a look at the top scorers in the NCAA. Tied for fourth, we have freshman Matthew Copperud out of Arizona State and junior Bobby Trevino out of UMass Amherst, both with 18 points. We also have a tie for second, this tie between line mates, senior Cameron Wright and senior Brandon Cruz at Bowling Green. Both of them have 19 points and leading the NCAA in points so far. Senior Odin Tufto at Quinnipiac with 25 points through 14 games. That's where the NCAA stands, but let's take a closer look at the games from this weekend as of recording this episode. In the Big Ten... All three matchups come in the form of sweeps. First up, Penn State swept the weekend against Michigan State, a 3-2 win on Friday and a 3-1 win on Saturday. Also, number 9 Michigan took both games against Ohio State with a 4-2 win and a 5-0 shutout. And lastly, we had the biggest upset of the weekend. Notre Dame sweeps number 1 Minnesota with a 3-2 win and a 2-1 win this past weekend. In the ECAC, St. Lawrence upsets number 13 Clarkson with a 2-1 win and number 11 Quinnipiac shut out Colgate 3-0. Both series will wrap up on Sunday night. In Hockey East... 
An upset to start us off. Merrimack takes down number three BC in their first game of the series with a 2-1 win. After that, we have number 16 Providence splitting the weekend with Maine. The Black Bears picked up a 4-3 win over the Friars on Friday, but things went the other way the night after. Providence gets their win back 3-2. We also saw UConn sweep New Hampshire with a 6-5 and a 3 win this weekend. In the NCHC, only one series this weekend, but it sure caused some drama as Western Michigan swept number 4 St. Cloud State, a 6-2 win Friday, and a 3-1 win Saturday. Another top 5 team goes down this weekend. Let's move on to the WCHA, only one series as well, and it's another sweep. Number 5 Minnesota State puts up a 3-0 shutout and a 6-2 win over number 19 Lake Superior State. And to close out the college recap, we have some non-conference action. LIU splits their series with Army West Point, a 5-2 win for the Black Knights on Friday, and a 3-2 win for the Sharks on Saturday. Number 8 Bowling Green swept the weekend against Northern Michigan. Two big wins, 5-1 Friday and 6-2 Saturday. And our last game we have is a 4-0 shutout by the number 12 Wisconsin Badgers over the Arizona State Sun Devils. So, Jess... We have upsets, we have sweeps, we have a weekend behind us that looks like it's going to shake up quite a bit of things. Tell me what you're thinking. Well, got to start at number one with Minnesota. They got off to such a really great start, but after the sweep from Notre Dame, they're now at 11-3, and and it wouldn't be bad except those three losses all came in the last four games. They're still a good team. I think they're just going through a bit of a little bump in the road. It's one of those times where they can't do everything right. And Notre Dame is a good team. They always are. Joe Jackson, come on. He's probably one of the top coaches in college hockey. The other series that I wanted to focus on was Michigan and Ohio State. Those that follow me as a prospect park know I cover the New York Ranger prospects. I was watching Eric Ciccolini play. Is now a first-line right wing. He had a big goal on Friday night. But the thing about last night's 5 nothing shutout, five different guys scoring goals, you want to talk about everything that you want to see happen. Their, their defense was outstanding. They just played such a super game. In Ohio State, they fall to 4-7 and seven in the league. Michigan is at 5-6. and six. I think this year, more than any other year, you need to toss out records. The other couple of teams that I really wanted to talk about is I want to congratulate Bowling Green. I know everybody's going, huh? Who cares about Bowling Green? Well, I'll tell you what, Bowling Green is on the rise. They've done a great job recruiting the Minnesota area. They beat Northern Michigan Saturday 6-2. It was the 1,000th win in their program. Congratulations. They had Cameron Wright, Will Cullen, Led the team with a goal and two assists. The Falcons are 14-2. and two. That's insane. You don't see that very well. And you talked about Long Island over Army 3-2. I know people are probably going, well, they're only 3-5. and five. People, this is a program that last year at this time didn't even exist. And I think to be where they are right now, 3-5, and five, outstanding. The other thing we should talk about is the folks up in Alaska Anchorage, the fans, the boosters, the alumni, they're not wanting to go down without a fight. If you haven't been paying attention, uh, Alaska Anchorage, because of budget issues and the fact that they're pretty much being kicked out of the WCHA because of the travel expenses, 
but they're trying to find a way to survive. They're raising money. They need $3 million. They've got $1 million. It'd be really nice to see some of the Alaskan players from the past come back together and help keep this program alive. We need to have more hockey programs, not less. Jess, you bring up LIU's record of three and five. Being Home with Hunker is a podcast where we visit with designers, artists, and creatives in the spaces that express and shape their identities, their homes. If you love design and decor, if you're curious about how people live, or if you've been transitioning or transforming your own home, you'll love these honest conversations. Join us weekly at Being Home with Hunker. Visit hunker.com forward slash podcast where you can find, subscribe, and listen to the show. And while it's nothing too impressive in terms of what other teams doing right now, you're right in the fact that as a team that this time last year didn't exist yet, it's incredible because we look at some other recent college hockey programs, Penn State and Arizona State come to mind. Those are two relatively big schools. And while they performed roughly the same, Long Island University probably isn't a school you've heard of if you live in the middle of Kansas. Maybe you've heard of Arizona State. Maybe you've heard of Penn State. You definitely have not heard of Long Island University. They're an incredible team to think of. And Alaska Anchorage, you also bring up, they don't have a good idea of where they're going to play, who they're going to play, and they've got a million dollars donated to them. We saw Alabama Huntsville try and raise up. We saw them have a committee committed to making sure they could play hockey again. And I really hope Alaska Anchorage has the same fate because, like you said, we need more college hockey, not less. But I look at the Usher poll and I look at the games that happened this weekend, and Minnesota takes two tough losses to a good Notre Dame team. I'm not sure they're going to move away from the number one spot. It's entirely possible. I'm sure they're going to lose a few first place votes, but I don't think it's enough to bump another team into first place right now. Boston College and St. Cloud also take a big hit. North Dakota has left us wanting more this season. I think Minnesota stays on top, and I think BC and St. Cloud drop a spot or two. But looking at who could move up, Jess, you bring up the number one team who's going to move up. That's Bowling Green. 14-2 so far. That's personally far better than I anticipated them being when the season started. I hope they get the respect they deserve, because we've seen plenty of times the big names get preferential treatment. Minnesota State is probably also going to move up. Now they're at 7-1-1, maybe Michigan as well. But I got to tell you, Jess, this season has become very hard to gauge. Nobody is dominating their competition like in years past. This time last year, teams like Cornell, North Dakota, Minnesota State, they felt unstoppable. This year, Michigan is practically a super team, and they came into this weekend with a 500 record. Between the sample sizes of the games, the conference matchups that they have to play, the pairwise is dead. I don't know how to paint the picture of this season, Jess. It almost feels impossible. Oh, yeah. I think this is like put a blindfold on, put some names in a hat, and pick something. And that's the way I think it's going to be. I'd like to go back. I want to go back to LIU because I think people aren't realizing that New York area, the metro area, whether it's Jersey, Connecticut, Long Island, or the city itself, has been growing in terms of talent. I mean, how many times do we turn on, you know, like a Ranger game and we hear somebody, yeah, he's, he's out from Long Island or he's from Staten Island or he's from, he's from Jersey or he's from Connecticut. I think that the underrated talent base that's in the New York tri-state area is going to help a little guy like LIU 
become a very good team. You look at their roster, yeah, you've got a whole bunch of transfers. But if you look at their freshmen, they went everywhere. Toledo, Ohio, Edmonton, Alberta, Western British Columbia. I mean, what is a school like this? Get these players. They got a kid from Sweden, Gustav Muller. We needed to give that staff, Brett Riley, the head coach. I would be surprised if some big program does not throw a whole bunch of money at his ways. If you don't know who Brett Riley is, he is a third-generation coach. His dad and his granddad, they coached in the sport. The Riley family pretty much is Army hockey. 19 years for his father, 35 years for grandpa, including the very first miracle on ice. Grandpa led the United States to the gold medal in the 60 Olympics. This is a good program that's being built, and it's being built right in front of you. If you're in the New York area, give these guys a shout. Listen to Eric Games, watch them on Zoom, whatever it takes, support this program because I think you're going to be really happy to see a top NC2A program in New York City. Before we get to our next story, we want to thank one of the sponsors of today's episode, Kansas City Steaks. With the big game coming up, the last thing you want to worry about is being hungry, and that's where Kansas City Steaks come in. Visit kansascitysteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. You can have your choice between every cut of steak imaginable, appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. So the last thing you have to worry about on game day is your stomach. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks. Big games, big taste. Jess, let's transition to the NHL. Opening day was this past week, and the league is in full swing, but much like other sports happening around the world, hockey is not immune to COVID. 22 players across 16 teams are absent due to COVID protocol. Amongst teams actively playing, Los Angeles has the most players absent with three, and the reason I say actively playing is the Dallas Stars have postponed competition to deal with the COVID outbreak, affecting 17 people across the organization. Just not the best start hearing that over half the league is dealing with a COVID-related absence, but games are still going strong. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, it's just the first weekend, but there's always a joke about how there's 600 NHL players. Do some math. 22 players divided by 600, and the number isn't exactly very good for the NHL in terms of how many players are being taken care of. I know. It's not a whole lot in terms of normalcy, but they had to redo the schedule to get Dallas's games in. I actually kind of would have liked to have seen a little more patience from the NHL instead of rushing to this start. But it was nice to be able to flip the channels and watch bits and pieces of the games. I think that starting the season with no exhibition games, we saw some wacky results. Hey, Luke, you and I... We're Ranger fans. Uh, we went from putting our heads in the sand after opening night to proud peacocks last night. You can't explain. How did the Rangers go from we suck to we made the Islanders turn into fishermen? 
The NHL is a crazy landscape right now, and you said it perfectly, just no preseason games have clearly taken a toll on these NHL teams. It stinks to see all the COVID stuff. I'm hoping the best for the Dallas Stars. I hope they get it together, but I'm hopeful because we've seen a team like the Miami Marlins and the MLB have a serious problem like this, but end up figuring it out and ending up playing all their games. I am hopeful, but seeing how much adjusting these teams are going to need, not having any preseason games coming into this league, I think especially the younger kids as well, they really look like they could have used a few preseason games. Even some of the older guys too. I think we're going to see a successful NHL season. I'm not concerned about that. I'm sure the NHL is going to figure it out. 22 players, it presents a threat to every team and I think that's discouraging in itself, but I'm confident this season's going to go off and not see any huge issues going forward. Well, Jess, from the discouraging news to the promising news, we've seen quite a few debuts this past week with the return of the NHL. And just to name a couple, we saw Kirill Kaprizov, Alexis Lafreniere, Tim Stuzel, Ty Smith, Keandre Miller, Ilya Sorokin, Vitek Vanacek, Alexander Romanov, Nils Hoglander, and Dylan Cousins. Is there any player who made their debut this week that you're excited about in particular? I didn't get to see all of these guys play, but... I don't know why I just looked out and I saw Tim Stuzel's performance. I was really impressed with how quickly he grasped the change from playing in the World Junior Championships for Germany to playing in the NHL. He looked like this is something that he was born and meant to do. I loved his effort. He stood up when he was being challenged. He hasn't gotten all the big points, but I think that'll come. He's going to be a player in this league. I think of all the top draft picks, he probably had the best start. It pains me to say this, but I think one of the most exciting players going forward is going to be Ty Smith on the Devils. We've spoken highly of him on this show before. Jess, I know you're extremely familiar with his work as captain of the Spokane Chiefs in the WHL. He was one of the most productive defensemen in the dub, and I think that's going to carry over to the NHL. But aside from the points... I love how he doesn't look flustered out there. I said this about Morgan Geeky of Carolina when they were in the bubble. He didn't provide a lot on the score sheet, but he looked like a player who was not scared of being at the NHL level. I see the same thing in Ty Smith. I see that he has that never-waste-a-shift mentality and the IQ to play at a level higher than expected of him. Ty Smith is my pick for a guy to keep on your radar going forward. Oh, I totally agree. I get to see him play against the Portland Winterhawks the Everett Silvertips and the Seattle Thunderbirds. Altogether, you're looking like about 24 games. I have never seen him take a step back. With each year, I've always seen improvement from Ty. The Devils got themselves not only a solid defender, but I see a future leader. The best part is I love his overall vision on the ice because he may be a smaller guy, but he plays the game as if he's been doing it for 100 years. And speaking of the WHL, Jess, I know you have some news about the government coming in to support the WHL for this coming season. A lot of people up in Canada have been pretty much begging both the provincial governments as well as the national government to step up and help support junior hockey. Up in Canada, they get a game a week on Fortinet. Sometimes they're on the NHL network but they don't get any money when they don't have fans in the arena. So to see that the government of Saskatchewan uh, offering support 
to their WHL teams and their SJHL teams is really a big help. And hopefully we'll see a domino effect because nobody's going to see their provincial teams. British Columbia's got five teams. They need help. BCHL is in that league. Each province has its own junior A and junior B. Right now, government support is very important because nobody wants to see any of these teams leave. In some places, I'll give you an idea. These are places that you guys don't hear about. Red Deer, Swift Current, Prince George, Medicine Hat. The big game in town is the WHL in these leagues. And without help right now, some of them are community-owned teams. And without this, like in the case of the WHL, each of Saskatchewan's WHL teams is going to receive 600000 apiece. And then the other teams, the smaller leagues as a whole, will receive a million dollars. It's a start, but I think they need more help if they want to have a safe return. I salute Saskatchewan for being open-minded and, and smart enough to realize that in some of these communities, the hockey is the only game in town. I haven't attended a hockey game since March 26th when they shut the season down. I can't believe how much I miss it. It's a guilty pleasure to cover junior games, to see how the fans are. The entertainment is awesome, and I hope we can get back out there and get the fans back into the games once it's safe. That's going to do it for us. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Prospect Park for Jess, at Luke Legrano for myself. If you liked this episode, be sure to rate us five stars on iTunes and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to another episode of Believe in Hockey Prospects. My name is Luke Legrano. And I'm Jess Rubenstein. Thank you so very much for spending your time with us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. We hope to see you next time. Take care. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.